Good morning, this is Roxanne Roxek coming to you with another podcast. Um, I hope you all are doing well and in good health. Um, I want to talk to you today about Godfidence, um, also known as confidence. So, Jeremiah, um, one in one, God says, Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And Psalm 139.15 says, My frame was not hidden from you. I was being formed in a hidden place from the dust. So the Lord is saying our frame was not hidden from him. He was forming us. Um, Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not throw away your fearless confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Um, Also, I have Matthew 5.48. You shall be perfect just as your Father is perfect. God doesn't love some future version of you. He loves you now. You are God's masterpiece. Every weakness you have is an opportunity for God to show his strength in your life. So I want you all to understand that you're perfectly and wonderfully made. And our confidence should come only from God. Genesis 127 says God created man in his image. Male and female, he created them in the image of God. Song of Solomon 2.10 says, He calls me beautiful one. You're a child of the Most High. Your father adores you and he favors you. What father wouldn't want his child to succeed? And that's what I want to explain to you. Um, You've got to find yourself in Christ before you find yourself at all. Really, your, your identity is only in him who made you. I always tell everyone, the only one that can fulfill the human heart is the one who made it. So he's going to be the one that you need to seek for that confidence. You're going to have to find the Lord to find that confidence. Um, I remember when I met my husband, he said, the one thing that attracted him to me was my confidence. Um, and I said, elaborate on that. What do you mean? And he said, you're just, you have, you're a woman of confidence. You wear confidence. You have so much confidence in yourself. And, you know, I, I did, but I really hadn't completely found myself in Christ. I was, I was getting there, but I hadn't fully found the confidence that I really needed in Christ. But yes, I was confident um, about myself. I learned how to love myself first. And, And if you don't love yourself, other people can see that. And they're not gonna love that about you either. So, you know, sometimes we wonder, well, why do you treat me that way? Why do you feel that way? Because that's how we feel about ourselves. And it's reflected. Others can see that. They can see what's in the mirror. You know, it's like we wear a mirror and they can see that about us. 
They know that we're not confident. They know that we're down on ourselves. They know if we feel ugly, if we feel fat, if we feel unattractive, if we feel too skinny, you know, whatever it may be, people can see that. We wear that insecurity all over us, like clothes. Literally, it's like our shirt says insecure. I mean, you can look at people and tell when they're not confident. But why do they have that insecurity? Maybe they grew up hearing that they were no good or going to be no good. Or maybe they grew up getting picked on saying you're ugly and, and unattractive and, you know, whatever it may be. We've had things in life that has caused us to be insecure. But we have to renew our mind in Christ. We have to find that confidence, that fearless confidence that God talks about in his word. And we have to find that in Christ only. That's where our confidence is going to come from, our Godfidence. And I want you to find that as well. I really, truly do because your relationships will be different. Think about if you're always insecure in your relationship and you always feel less than, how, what's going to happen in your relationship? How is that going to wash out in your relationship? It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an epic fail. You know, um, you're going to be insecure. You're going to be unsure of yourself and unsure of making decisions in life. And, and the person that you're attracted to is going to have to deal with that. And to me, it's baggage. Insecurity is more baggage, and we have to unpack those bags. So again, today I'm unpacking those bags with you, those bags of insecurity, lack of confidence. Um, I want you to be secure in who you are. If, if you're not secure in who you are, no one else is going to be. Like I said, God doesn't love some future version of you. He loves you now. You're God's masterpiece. Every weakness you have is an opportunity for God to show you his strength in your life. You are wonderfully and perfectly made. God didn't make any mistakes. He said in Genesis 127, he created man in his image. You know, um, in Song of Solomon, like I said, 2.10, he calls me beautiful one. So um, God said, if you are... In his word, in James 4 and 2, if you're sinful people, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give you gifts to those who ask? You do not have because you do not ask. We ask the bank for a loan, for a mortgage. We ask our family for whatever we need. We ask friends, we ask co-workers, we ask our boss for time off. But do we ask God? God, help me. God, give me confidence. God, give me strength. God, give me healing. God, help me. God, build up my children in the way you want them to go. You know, do we ask? We have not because we ask not. Philippians 4.19 But my God shall supply all 
of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He said that he would provide all of your needs. Matthew 6.33 Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all of these things will be given unto you. So if you seek him first, he's your father. He loves you. He's your father in heaven. You know, a lot of us don't understand how much a father loves their child. Many of us, I mean, there's people that haven't had a father. There's people that haven't had a mother. There's people that have had a father, but he wasn't really a father. He didn't really know how to love. Um, He was absent. He was unavailable emotionally. There's many things. He was working to provide for the family. Um, Maybe the mother and father didn't get along, so they took it out on the children. There's so many things, but we have to be born again. We have to be born of the Spirit. We need God's Holy Spirit to infuse us, and we have to ask. We have not because we ask not. James 4 and 2. Um, So I want you to ask your Father in heaven because his love is unconditional. 1 John 4, 18, God's love is not conditional. It's unconditional. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out all fear. Perfect love drives, drives out all fear. You should have no fear. You should be confident. You know, lack of confidence is, is fear. Your fear that you're in fear that someone won't love you right. You're in fear that someone won't accept you. You're in fear of being rejected. You're in fear of not trusting. You know, um, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Love always trust. Love always trust. God had to deal with me for an entire year about that. Love always trust. Now, I had many people in my past that I could not trust. Many people had hurt me. And I had boyfriends hurt me, devastate me, literal devastate me. And when I met my husband, I really did automatically trust him because I just knew. I just could tell, you know, it's just women's intuition. I knew he was a great person, such a kind man. And I knew he could just never hurt me. Um, But there was many people that had and I mistrusted people. I noticed that in probably two years into marriage, um, I started really mistrusting again. And I was like, what, why, why am I not trusting? It's coming back up. It's going to come to the surface. What is deep in there is going to come to the surface of your heart. It always will. You have to get rid of it. We have to clean our heart. Renew a right spirit within us. David always said that in the Bible to the Lord. Renew a right spirit within me, Lord. And we have to say that to the Lord because we do need to renew our spirit. So what was in my heart was coming to the surface. And I started just mistrusting everything. Not my husband's faithfulness. He was very faithful. I knew that all along. But I was just mistrusting everything. I just started to just not trust. And I didn't trust people with my kids. I didn't trust 
anything. And I got that scripture um, one night in prayer, and I'll never forget. I literally just devoured that for a year. Love always trust. Love always trust. Love always trust. And love keeps no record of wrongs. And I was like, oh, that's hard, Lord. Love keeps no record of wrongs because I wanted to hold Um, My husband could say to me, oh, I don't even know. The guy is so good. But, you know, of course, every marriage has its arguments. Mine is is really good, though. So I'm trying to think of something he said to me. Um, You know, Roxanne, you're not you're not thinking wisely about this or something. And I'm like, what are you calling me stupid? And well, if you're acting stupid, I don't know, this is an example, you know, and I would hold that I would take that. Oh, he called me stupid. He called me stupid. I don't trust him. I don't, I don't understand this. I'm, I'm, I'm against him now. I'm, I've put a wall up for him now. I'm not letting him in. He just called me stupid. And, you know, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it just grew into this monster, you know, of emotions. And we cannot base our lives on emotions. Emotions will wreck us. It will wreck every relationship we have in its path. You cannot build your life on emotions. It will crash and it will crumble and you will fall and it will be an epic fail. It says pride comes before a great fall. And I had so much pride. I was such a prideful person and that needed to just come crumbling down. It did. It really did. And it did. It did. It was an epic fail for me. Um, It was ugly. When, when God broke pride off of me, it was really ugly. I had to really humble myself. And my husband is a master of humility. He is so good at humility. He wears that like clothes, like all over him. He's so humble. And I was so prideful. And it was really hard for me to bend in that area. And one little thing, like I said, would just send me off the deep end of emotions and walls would just go up. It was like the gates were being closed, um, you know, and, and I mean, it was just a flood of emotions coming through from my past. And I had to deal with it. I had to face it. I had to heal. I had to get deliverance in that area. Um, but that scripture helped me immensely. First Corinthians 13, love always trust. Love keeps no record of wrongs. Love is not boastful. Ugh, I mean, listen, that entire thing was for me. Every word of it was what I was not. I was the opposite of First Corinthians 13. Um, and I had to deal with myself. I did. I just had to sit there and deal with myself. And, and stop it and get out of myself um, and learn who I was more in Christ than anything. And that was a beautiful transformation for me. It really was. I grew immensely. I learned so much from the Lord's word. Um, it freed me and it freed you. It, it will free you. 
it, it freed me so much to, to not need those emotions, to not put those walls up and those barriers and barricades, should I say. I was like barricaded in to, to nothingness, to a dungeon. Um, I was imprisoned, really, in my own emotions, um, in my own failures, in other people's failures against me. Um, it was just too much to carry. Um, Like I said, we have to give our burdens to the Lord, but I had to learn how to do that. There is steps in doing that, and you need to know how. And the first thing is freeing yourself with the word, knowing who you are in him and being confident of that. Like I said, I walked with confidence. I was confident, but I had that baggage still. There was still bags that I hadn't unpacked. And it will come to the surface when you get really close and really intimate with someone in a relationship, it will come to the surface. I had a friend recently, been friends with her for years, um, and she said something that really made me uncomfortable. And I've never heard her say something like that. And the more she said that, the more things I started recognizing she was saying that were not appropriate. Um, and were actually against me and my family um, and our beliefs. And it hurt, but I was, I'm grown now in Christ, and I know you're going to have to leave some people. So I understood that immediately. Um, I was like, okay, this is not appropriate. I addressed the situation, but you know, what's in your heart comes out and it was coming out. And I'm not saying just cut people off, but some things were just not appropriate. And if the person is not willing to even open up and change, then there's nothing you can do about it. But you cannot be in a toxic relationship. Um, You just can't. It's it's not going to help your future. It's going to hinder you. It is in life, and and you do have to rid yourself of it and those toxic relationships. So I want you guys to be encouraged. I really hope this message touches you. I hope all of those scriptures, you go back and take notes and you write them down. Um, Write those promises down. Write who you are and how he created you. And I remember when I was dealing with weight loss um, or the lack of, and I was dealing with it and I kept praying and praying, Lord, just show me what this is. I don't overeat, but I'm just overweight. I don't know what it is. You know, do you want me to run marathons and starve myself? I don't know what to do. And the Lord gave me that scripture. I think it's Psalm 139 and I believe it's verse 13. And he said, your frame is not hidden from me. I made you in a secret place from the dust. So I was like, wow, you created me to be just who I am. And I need to be satisfied with that. Just who I am. And that, that in itself was a whole other deliverance. That just, it it made me feel so confident. Um, because I was concerned about my health, my, the way I felt, you know, I was concerned about everything and I did go on and lose weight. Um, but just knowing that the Lord made me the way I am and it was okay with him the way I am, you know, he loves me. He made me. Um, I didn't make myself, you know, so I just, 
I didn't feel like a failure in that area any longer. I knew that God made me the way I am. He made me in his image and I'm perfect in his image. So guys, be encouraged. I love you. I want you to have confidence, okay? Because like I said, other people see the lack of confidence. They see that in your job. They'll see that. They'll see that you're insecure about things and you're afraid to make decisions about things. You've got to walk with that confidence in all areas. Your children will see it. They're watching you every moment. They see everything you do. And I want them to be confident as well. That is one thing. You you really want to give that to your children, that confidence. And they need it as well. There's so much bullying. There's so much the world comes against us with every day. You know, the world is just a mess. Um, and we do need to hide under his wings. I told my husband, you know, he was wondering the other day, why was that woman so angry at you? I said, because I hide under his wings and she doesn't. And, and she's being exposed and it really bothers her that I'm hiding under his wings while she's being exposed. And I said, I, I just have to pray for her, you know, that she can learn how to hide under his wings of the most high. Um, he will hide us. You know, he's, he's amazing and he loves you so much. Imagine your father. Imagine you never call your father. You never hear from your father. I mean, God in heaven wants to hear from you and he wants you to call on him and he wants you to ask him, Father God, I ask you to please help me. I need your help. And he wants you to do it with your mouth. He gave you a voice to speak with him. He gave you a voice to worship him. He did not just give you that voice to pray in your head but yell at basketball games and football games. He gave you that voice to yell to him, Father, help me. Father, I need you. Father, I know your ways are right, but it's hard, Father. I need to know the narrow road. Show me the way that you want me to go for my life, God. Give me the plans you have for me. Show me great and unsearchable things I do not yet know. According to Jeremiah 33.3, I need you, Father, to direct my paths. I need you to order my footsteps. I need you to cancel all assignments against me of the enemy. I need you to hold him back and push him back out of my life, out of my children's lives, out of my spouse's life or my future spouse, Father. I need that, Father. I know that you have your perfect will for my life, and I'm asking you now for that. Forgive me for not asking you before, but I'm asking you now, Father. What is the perfect will for my life? I need you. I need you to come into my home. I need your shalom to rest in my home. I thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding and your joy unspeakable, Father. I thank you for health in my body. I thank you, God, that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, and you will hand over to me what I need to supply all my needs. And I thank you for that, God. I thank you for your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Be encouraged.